I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Mac McMillan, CEO of Synergistic, an IT security firm. Mac will be discussing the kinds of data security and privacy threats that healthcare organizations face from insiders and the steps they should take to mitigate those threats. Hi, Mac. Hi, Marianne. Incidents involving health record snooping, medical ID theft, and fraud have all grabbed headlines. What do you think are the biggest cybersecurity threats that insiders pose to healthcare organizations, and why? Well, they really fall into three broad categories. The first one is threats that involve just people looking at information that they're not supposed to be looking at or sharing that information with unauthorized persons, other persons. The second area is in the medical or or financial identity theft arena, fraud, right? And then the last one is one we don't think about too much, which is sabotage. Uh, where they actually damage data or destroy data on their way out the door because they're disgruntled or they're unhappy. What kinds of healthcare organizations are most at risk for cybersecurity incidents involving insiders, and what sorts of insiders pose the biggest threats? Actually, everybody is is at risk of insider threat, and uh, you know generally there are lots of things that you can look for, but but it's people who are disgruntled, people who are who feel like they've been passed over, people who uh, are having some kind of difficulty at home people who are in some kind of financial stress, uh, people who ideologically don't agree with the philosophy or the direction that their boss is going or the organization is going. There are lots of factors that contribute to why a person might do something that they shouldn't do. And in some cases, though, when you're talking about snooping, it's just people who are curious. It's not necessarily that they're bad. They're just, they just can't help themselves by, from looking at things that they shouldn't. What steps should healthcare organizations take to mitigate these threats? Well, you know, the biggest thing that, that, that you can do is have a very strong program of monitoring what people are doing in your systems. And that's one of the areas, unfortunately, that we are extremely weak in in, in healthcare. Um, we still have a lot of our organizations that aren't auditing or monitoring what people are doing in the, in the system uh, proactively. They're not using a tool so that they can do it in an automated fashion. Even the ones that are using a tool are using a very limited capability of that tool. Um, so really, we, we, we fall into that category of we don't know what we don't know. And what that does is it makes us even more susceptible to that insider threat. You mentioned monitoring tools. Are there other key security technologies that healthcare organizations can implement to protect themselves against insider threats? Sure. There's um, there's actually just about any tool out there that produces some form of an audit log with respect to activity can give us indicators of when things are not happening in a, in a way that they should be happening, right? So you could have a rogue uh, IT person, for instance, who's making changes in the system that are affecting performance or allowing data to go out that, in a manner that it, that it shouldn't go out, right? And by monitoring uh, configuration changes on systems, we'll tell you when somebody's making an unauthorized change. We talked about log management. We talked about privacy monitoring tools, um, implementing those tools to be p- more proactive about looking at what people are doing and not just on the obvious like looking at somebody's record with the same name or looking at their own record but actually using those tools in the manner that they were intended which is to to look at the behaviors of people so if you have for instance an admitting clerk 
and the average admitting clerk during a, a, a shift uh, would look at, say, 100 records because that's how many people normally that they would admit during an eight-hour shift, as an example. If they look at 150 or if they look at 200, the system would, could, could provide an alert or an alarm that says this person is potentially looking at more records than what they need to be looking at to perform their job. So what are they doing? Right? We don't do enough of that type of analysis where we're actually looking at behavior. And that's real important because that's how you catch fraud and that's how you catch people, insiders, that are doing things like that they're not supposed to. Let me give you an example. The case down in Florida where you had the admitting clerks who, who were stealing the information related to uh, children who had been in car accidents, right, and selling it to, to un- disreputable lawyers. Basically, they weren't they weren't doing anything that the system would catch because they were authorized users. They had access to the system. They had access to the records from admitting purposes. But when you looked at those people's profile against other admitting clerks, right when they finally when this thing finally broke, what they found was that the two individuals involved had a tremendous spike in the number of records that they looked at in a given day or a given shift, as opposed to their peers. The only way you're going to catch that is if you do that behavioral analysis. What new and emerging insider threats should healthcare providers be watching out for? Well, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest one is fraud. You know, we have a tremendous amount of information in this industry that is very valuable, and it's got a great street value out there, even even more so than financial data. And unfortunately, we're going to have folks who are who are going to either take advantage of that for for purposes agreed or like i said because they're in some kind of financial strait uh, or they could be even be susceptible to blackmail somebody who's done something that they shouldn't somebody finds out about it and says look i'll i'll tell on you you'll lose your job unless you give me this information people will do things that never you never imagined when they're put in the right right circumstance changing subjects a bit are there any key security technologies that covered entities and business associates should be considering to implement to help with their HIPAA omnibus compliance? Yeah, I think I think one of the main ones right now is data loss prevention because we really because of where we are with respect to transitioning the network and how we deliver services and how we deliver data in this, in this basically this ubiquitous environment that's got you know bring your own device and it's got all these connections. Uh, you've got people basically you have to protect the data where the data is. So you need technologies that put protections around the data itself as opposed to worrying about where all these endpoints are. Thanks, Mac. I've been speaking with Mac McMillan, CEO of Synergistic. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.